welcome to Awkward Conversations with my Amma. I'm Sahitya Jagannathan and as always joining me around our dinner table is my mother Hema Malini. This week's episodes I'm collaborating with a group of women we like to call ourselves the Wonder Women because each and every one of us is absolutely wonderful at what we do. For today's episode, Shraddha, a young developer is sending in her question. In case you want to check out her podcast, I'm linking everything in the description box. Don't forget to check it out. Shraddha, what is your question for us? Hi, my question for you guys is how did either one of you initiated the conversation about sex which is a big taboo in the Indian society? Shraddha, welcome. Thank you for your question. You really have made this conversation live up to the its title. It really <laughs> is an awkward conversation is going to be one. Quite a googly you threw us there and I for one am very very grateful because I want to hear my mom speak more on this. Yeah and I would cheerfully like to strangle Sahitya. I'm okay. so glad we have mics and everything between <laughs> us and you can't reach me. Okay. Shraddha I belong to a generation wherein as Sahitya always says we don't even use the word sex. I don't know whether I I am not even sure if I've heard my mother say it before Shraddha you achieved you've literally achieved the impossible. and as we were saying in a previous episode i don't think i have ever told my husband i love him i have only said that to sahitya maybe and my son so that exactly is the generation i've i belong to and yes all these words are considered taboo and you might not even believe it when i got married i didn't know what it is and that is exactly how i entered the marriage Okay for so, everybody else for the rest of this conversation since my mother said the word sex once every time she says it she's referring to sex cuz she's not going to say it again Okay so long as i make myself clear i, I know i fine. know i'm just it's pulling fine. your leg Okay <laughs> so but i used to i when the days they are growing up these children and the world i knew i had to tell her something about it and more than most importantly i had to tell her about puberty how to take care of herself and then it was in a coed school that much i was sure she is going to be in a coeducation school and take i mean getting to be a move with boys or that should be natural and normal not something abnormal so as she grew up i did speak to her about attaining puberty and all that and see that i remember because i think prashant and i accidentally discovered your uh, sanitary napkins and we thought they were diapers because i mean that was our only frame of reference for anything like that and we were asking you why you had diapers i think is that how the conversation started and for your kind information you don't know how how i used to store it not a single living soul can see it and yes oh it was wrapped in multiple layers okay. hidden behind multiple boxes at the far end except as what most kids do we decided to go on a treasure hunt which just meant going through boxes in a cupboard and finding things and we found it yes so like when my son had to ask growing up as an adolescent he he had to go through it and he asked me certain questions yes i did get him a book and together we used to sit read and after 2 3 4 events then he understood then he had anything he would refer to the book but Sorry, i have mm. just to clarify uh when you say your son had to ex- when 
he hit puberty is what he you hit mean. puberty yeah and then uh, as is normal he started having urges and he didn't know how to go about it so or some secretions whatever had yes which is normal okay. like so you got a book so he could understand what it was and what he was feeling to be honest even with. i didn't know i had to read that book until him i didn't know that i don't know what a man goes through how will i know I understand okay. you didn't even know what you were getting into when you were getting married yeah or having a child for that matter definitely ah mm. interesting shraddha if i tell you something you will think you have asked the wrong person about it <laughs> i delivered my son and then i asked my gynecologist how babies get born she laughed because my mom thought babies room. were born from the navel she laughed out aloud and she said hema you gave just now gave birth i said no i didn't i didn't know how it happens all that i know is children get born through mom that's all so then she explained to me and only then i understood the process to me knowing it earlier might have scared me i didn't want to but then after having given birth i wanted to know what has happened with me or how it happened so that's exactly the sort of person i am so I'm, it was a bit difficult for me i'm not on, sure what scares me more the lack of awareness of your own personal anatomy or how people of a certain generation or a thought process think it's okay to send a woman into life so unprepared about anything that is going to happen to her personal her person and her body i won't blame them because my mother when i when i asked my mother how i mean i didn't even know all this she said you read so many english books i thought you would know i don't blame her maybe she thought all english books will contain things about this i didn't necessarily have to read a book like that i understand not that we had a choice or would it hurt to have a conversation you're going to get married you're going to have your I marriage think, night i think it was different for them maybe she didn't know her mother might not have told her when she got married I mean it was different for you because not like you and I ever had a conversation about sex True. we never did so i won't say we never did we have but maybe not using like exactly what? the word or the details or whatever it then is then maybe it was completely lost on me because to the best of my memory <laughs> understanding i don't think we even did even as a child you had asked me how do children get born and all that yeah so at that point in time i had given you some reply and told you you told me it comes from the mother's tummy because when we used to go out i used to ask you why some mothers are fat and you would be like they're not fat they're pregnant there's a baby inside there so i used to think they were like chickens laying eggs and people would lay babies <laughs> so gradually we have talked about it and maybe as you grew up and you had access to internet you didn't have the necessity perhaps to ask me about it in detail so we have broached on the subject i've told you like you have to be a bit more careful when you went to sept and all that but i don't think we went into the details or anything of that okay i need to let you know now that until you've said this i have been completely blissfully unaware of the fact that we've had discussions that are remotely anything relating to sex maybe because then. somehow you think you've had a conversation with me where you pr- without directly broaching the topic you've indirectly addressed different things completely lost upon me i mean maybe without using the word i might have i understand mom but completely lost on me because i for the life of me felt completely unprepared and the internet that way is not the great prep school that everyone thinks it is because 
as with most sources of information there's the good the bad and the ugly and you have to be make sure to get your information from a verified source on the internet like for example a lot of young people i know look to porn and they somehow think that because of easy access they think that is an accurate representation of what sex is like and don't get me wrong like i'm not someone that ever enjoyed porn a friend introduced me to it and i found it very distasteful and uh i did not understand the appeal of it but i i saw that and i saw hollywood movies and i said oh it's got to be somewhere in between the two but that doesn't mean i understood the process of it the mechanics of it nor did i understand i had a lo- long journey of fumbling about before i could figure things out and like i think having a so in my mind as i've gone through that journey i've charted out how i'm going to have conversations with my children one day wonderful i think that's what we all do to me i thought i need to teach you about the right touch wrong touch when it should happen and when it should not happen when should you be careful i thought i'm going through that process gradually with you you understand so i i thought you, i have prepared you to a certain extent for all that and one another incident then i always felt confident like you would get back to me if there is any necessity you wanted to know anything more plus i think we did have the conversation a little bit more when you started in your co- degree and you started going out with men you remember once i started dating yeah. like my first boyfriend yeah yeah but then like the only conversation that we had that i remember is you telling me you have to be safe and you have to take care of yourself and i was like i am safe i don't go to risky places and if you have not understood maybe you should have asked maybe i could have been more for the life of me i i thought i understood you because i didn't think you were referring to sex at all i think okay. i thought you were concerned for my personal safety because we were going out to a club i thought you were worried because we were going for a night show and we were coming back so i was like we're not taking a cab i'm getting dropped back home i know the person who's driving you know the person who's driving so i never understood why we needed to have those conversations for the life of me i didn't understand you were making a reference to sex okay completely so lost it has taken us till uh, 10 to 15 years now to figure out that we have <laughs> i know right so in my mind the first time we had a conversation about sex was when uh, i initiated it when i started dating carrie with who i'm living in now and we have children together and we've been together for almost a decade when we first started dating and i think the first time i was going to go stay over at his house we planned a movie marathon by that i mean absolute geeky nerdy three movies each movie 4 hours long and all we want to do is discuss and talk about the movie that was our entire plan for the night <laughs> and i remember you were concerned about me staying over for the night and i and i could not understand why because you never you've never had an issue when i tell you i'm going to go stay over at a friend's house we're watching movies and we're coming back and i told you we're doing a movie marathon and somehow you still said i'm not comfortable i'm not comfortable i'd appreciate it if you can come back like watch a movie come back no need to do a marathon that's why we kept going with that and i finally asked you can you please tell me what your concern is because i don't understand and you said uh what signal are you giving if you're going and staying over when you're together with someone and that's when it dawned on me and 
in my mind that is the very first time you've ever broached a conversation about sex with me okay for that matter then i didn't use the word even then you didn't but you uh, but for once maybe you were prepared for, at that point in time shall i put it that way that's what i i feel no 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 not prepared i think for once because i didn't understand all the other times i was so sure you were concerned about me being out late night safety you know what whether i'm taking a cab whether i'm getting dropped back whether it was transportation related or something like that and for once because it was like i think it was also the first time i was in love and i was like okay maybe is this something related to that and i said are you concerned about like whether we're going to have sex and then you were like oh my god she said the word but then you were like yes i would prefer it if you didn't i also clearly remember you saying uh to my understanding that is just to have children and i remember telling you but and i remember telling you that sex is not an activity that's restricted to just the night time and people could have it any time of the day and i don't think i've ever seen you look more shocked in my entire life i told you i'm i was dumbstruck <laughs> you know yeah and then i think we had a conversation and this was one of those conversations where I lo- I loved the fact that you were okay with us agreeing to disagree. Because I told you I need you to not to worry. I'm being safe and for once when I'm saying I'm being safe, I'm using contraception because I do not plan on getting pregnant. That is something that needs to happen when it's planned with a great amount of thought. And I also told you I don't think there's anything wrong with sex and there is a great amount of pleasure in it for a woman just as there is for a man and you look flabbergasted again. <laughs> and hmm. you kept saying this makes me quite uncomfortable i prefer it if you didn't and i remember telling you this is a great way of bonding it's a great way of expressing your love and it's quite different for me than it is for you so i'd be happy for us to have this discussion more often but would you be okay if i went for movie night right now i promise we're not having any sex tonight we're just going to watch three movies it was a lord of the rings movie marathon <laughs> I understand even now I don't think like because of the values the thought process the way we it's so deeply ingrained in us mm-hmm. but only thing is again time and again I keep reminding it is your life I can only give you what my thoughts are on it it is how you process and live your life again I might or might not agree but still i'll be there for you that's all I and i don't know how much yeah even now i can talk about it i don't think that's me but that doesn't mean i don't want you to talk about it or whatever it is even though it embarrassed me no amount i think it embarrasses you even now yeah like, exactly I think this episode yes. is embarrassing not, for it, you no yeah true <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. but what i want to ask you and i know since you're already there and you're embarrassed so let's just like continue this for a little while before like i put you out of your misery thank you you have always been that way please continue <laughs> mm. i'm taking the chance when i get it mm. we come from the land where we walk into a temple you have carvings that show gods and goddesses that you look up to uh engaging in a variety of acts we have an entire book called the kama sutra which is like and then there's tantric sex which is the yogic way of connecting with another person and all it's such a huge rich part of our history 
where I where somewhere along the way we become so repressed and it's become the Indian culture, and I think it's a hangover from when the British colonized us, because then it was the Victorian era that was all about straight lace corsets and they used to refer to us as the you know the unruly people. And I don't know, maybe it was a way of surviving. It's a way of coping with who was colonizing you or what. We've lost so much of our freedom of thought, expression and living, especially when it comes to sex. Okay. I would rather not talk about things that I do not know. I understand. But one thing that I would like to say or express is, those were the days, I mean, about the temple carvings. Yeah. Those were the days when children were given in marriage. And then the moment that the girl attained puberty is when the husband and wife get together. So how the only place they were all, it, the people lived in groups called as villages or something like that. So each village will have its own temple. And that's the only way they could educate the child, the girl or the boy about what life is. Great. Okay. So there was sex education at that time. Definitely. Which is what you think is the purpose of those carvings. Definitely. Where is that sex education after that time? Because your mother assumed it was in some books. My mother assumed that she had roundabout conversations that was completely lost on her daughter. But somehow she thought we had those conversations. Yeah, I thought I had an intelligent daughter. I withdraw that. Yeah. I think we need to agree to disagree <laughs> on that one. You, I think you're great at communicating until you get to this subject. <laughs> True. Because I think it would have helped a lot to sit down and have an open conversation which is also why I think a lot of women when they get mistreated especially in the bedroom don't even realize what's happening to them is wrong don't even realize they're getting mistreated also don't realize that that's a conversation they can have with people at least though not with everybody with they should have a conversation with their parents I understand yes. but if I know if this if you're I, never having that conversation and when two flowers touch each other on TV, people change channels, how is someone ever going to have a conversation, right? They're going to think, oh my God, how can I bring this up? True. But I think sex education was a taboo all along. But now I think schools are trying to teach because I've read some articles wherein they say they are trying to teach girl children what is the right touch, wrong touch and gradually taking it up. I just think they need to teach all children right touch and wrong touch. Because another thing that happens is, for us at least, in my school when we were being taught about menstruation and how to use a pad and all that, the girls were taken away separately. The boys had a free period. Okay. Why? Like we should have just been, it's a co-education school, we should have been together and they should have had it. Yes, there would have been jokes being made, all of that would have happened. But that's part of the process. Then you get it out of the system. Then that way you don't have boys who are clueless. True. But again, as I told you, you need to take into account that period we lived in and the period you had your school education. And now, that's quite a few years in between. So sure. maybe... They've been decades in now between. Now perhaps they can and perhaps maybe they don't even know. You know, like they know it about it already, either the boys or the girls for that matter. You know, like... Until such time I attained puberty, I didn't even know what it is. When I asked my mom, then she told me, Oh, I'm going to put a little bit of 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 a
So I thought I never. What God wrote so, a word on a stone and you stepped on the stone and so you be, got your no, period. No, no, no. You need to understand that I also believed it because that was the time and the period and the world we lived in. I My don't know God, what other no mothers. No wonder t- you didn't know where your son came from after delivery. Also, no one. I mean, I don't know what other mothers told. I'm just telling you only what I had been told. You're sharing your personal experience. Okay. I get that. So when you come from that time, it is tough for us to. I mean. This is not even three sixty. I don't know three thousand six hundred degrees for us. <laughs> okay, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think I can understand why you have so much trouble when that's, we have these conversations. That's exactly why I have been trying to tell you guys. You need to understand the time period, the way we lived. But can you. I tell you something? This is a I I would classify it as a mistake that people of your generation make, wherein you just say you don't know the times we came from. Yes. we don't know so tell us share your experiences like this is the first time i'm hearing about what party told you when you got your period first and honestly had i heard this years ago you really ago, don't know what happened so when i attained puberty and i saw blood i thought i'm going to die so that's exa- and <laughs> my mother was, sorry i don't mean to be mean but it's so ridiculous i, I have to laugh so that day my mother had gone out and those days buses were your only means of transport and it was a long distance By the time she could come back, it was two, two and a half, three hours. I thought I might even die even before my mother could come. I don't know. So once she came back around nine thirty or so, she came back. They had so then I then let her eat and do all the things and calm down. Then I told her, Ma, this is what is happening. And you know what? She scolded me. Yenakin paithi mari or punnu andirikvare. Pinne ti thoda atukulai thene rendi vula valiyam panniyani. That's exactly. Translate for everyone. My grandmother said, "I cannot believe my, I have such a foolish daughter that, despite being on her period, she has been inside the house, uh, going about her usual business instead of sitting outside as is customary in families like ours and in most Indian families." And she said, "Just shut up. Don't uh, your father will ask for the time. Tell him just now. Don't tell him like you got it at six thirty and you had been inside the house, inside the puja room everywhere." Yes. That was her first response, not about how you're feeling, what you've been going through. No, like she had been there. She was not treated special. So how do you expect how her to treat me? How does she know how to treat exactly. you lovingly ah, or special? Yeah, not that it didn't matter to her, but maybe these were her immediate concerns that she had to address. I won't blame her. This is just to explain that how we had been, and what a phenomenal adjustment it had been to make. That's incredible. You have to tell me more of these things. So the next time when you say you don't know the times we're from, I think I'll understand it much better. I think when some conversation comes up, it triggers. It helps you rather than I'm not making a biography of my life. Here. I understand. That is okay. the point of us starting this podcast. So thank you so very much, Radha. I hope this answered your question. I honestly don't know whether we answered your question or uh, mother and daughter clarified something. I'm sorry <laughs> if I still hadn't addressed yours. Either way, I'm sure it was entertaining. And if any of you heard any squeals or screams in the background, those are my eight-month-old babies. That means they've woken up from their nap, which means it's time for us to wrap up this podcast because it's time for me to go play mother and for my mother to be a grandmother. Thank you so very much for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you. in our next episode with until then it's bye from me saithya and my mother hemamal bye, bye.